Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Dudes, Comic-Con, yes. it's like a mountain of news just dropping all kinds of tasty little nuggets. Yes, I love it. In fact, I was getting nervous because like Friday, Thursday and Friday, I didn't really hear anything. And then all of a sudden Saturday, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, a river of awesomeness. I know. Like, like It's like an entire year's worth of nerd news like in yeah. one day. So I think we have to go with what wins Comic-Con, which... I think would have to be well. Hang on, what, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, I think we should build up. I mean, like uh, there, there is some disappointing news as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you when you go on Halloween, do you eat mm-hmm. your best candy first, or do you eat the shitty ones first and build up to the shit, the good ones? That's true. That's true. I, we, we always go for the the good ones first. Yeah, man. Let's fucking talk about good shit. All right. So I have to think. I don't know. This could be debatable about being the best, but I think it certainly is the biggest news. Superman Batman team up movie. Yeah, exactly, Woo! dude. Thank goodness for that. Woo! World's finest. Here we come. Yep. Public enemies. Here we go. Yes. One of those two, maybe. <laughs> I know. But with the with the with the crazy thing was was that um was that they read straight out of the Dark Knight Returns, quoting from the end where Batman has defeated Superman. Yeah. And and then they're like and and so of course you think oh my god they're going to do the Dark Knight Returns but then they immediately say whoa 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 hang on hang on we're not doing this one but we're gonna use parts of this yeah so there would definitely be a Batman Superman fight mm-hmm. in this movie because like all classic team ups you got to fight each other first butt heads measure cocks and then then you work together exactly it's like it's like any team it's like any uh, perfect strangers sitcom moment yeah. No, I'm pumped for this. Now, a friend of mine is a huge Superman fan, and so on Facebook yesterday I was like, "Yo, check this out!" And his his response was, "Well, you know, Batman got a trilogy, so I feel like Superman should get his own trilogy, and then they should team up." And I could not disagree more because I don't want two more fucking boring Superman movies. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, love they're going straight to Batman with Superman. Awesome. It's true. I feel like you know you're you're totally right with your Hulk theory in that like the Hulk doesn't doesn't deserve his own movie but you know he can be in people other people's movies yeah like I just see this as okay this is a Batman movie and that just also happens to star Superman or it could be a Superman movie that has Batman in it I'm okay with it but it's like I mean super like I said we watched Superman you know it was action packed it had, it was probably the best Superman movie but that's you know. It ain't saying much. <laughs> exactly. And I don't want to see another one like that. It's like, no, no thank you. But as soon as they said Batman's in it, sign me up. Finally, we get some DC crossover. I mean, and that's what and that's what the fans are all about, dude. I mean, like, you know, you don't DC, you don't have to be, you know, Marvel's Avengers. You don't have to give us the Justice League movie, but you know, mm-hmm. like switch it up, man. Yeah, this is great. I fucking love this because you know, I just I don't want to see another plain old Superman movie. Unless, of course, they had, like, Darkseid in it. But they're not going to. No. So, that's fine, man. Give us uh, give us fucking Batman in it. I'm pumped for that. And in, in two years, no less. So Can I, can I tell you, my, my hopes for this movie are that I really hope that Batman in this movie embodies all of the fan and critical hatred towards uh, the Superman movie. Like, somebody needs to step out... And and just tell Superman, hey, what's up, dude? Hey, 
thanks for killing everybody in Metropolis with your stupid battle and then flying across the world to punch some lasers while uh, everybody was dying. And then you saved, like, two people. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, we both are huge fans of the How It Should Have Ended YouTube series. Oh, yeah. And they delightfully skewered Superman movie. Like, they just could not understand why they didn't just take this to space. Or why he didn't, like, why didn't he ask Russell Crowe when he had 24 (laughs) hours on how he should beat Zod and what is his strengths and weaknesses and stuff. I mean, it, it was pretty funny how they poked the holes in it. Exactly. So I really hope that, like, they go with that kind of thing for Batman. Like, you know, maybe Batman's like, all right, Superman, the end of the movie... Like, he just give a big, like, F you to the world saying, you can't control me, I can just do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe Batman needs to be, like, the guy who can take him down. Because, obviously, the uh, the American military uh, was uh, had no dice. See, I'm pumped. But not only is this the best thing for Superman, it's the best thing for Batman. We mm. just had a Batman trilogy. We don't need to go the route of Spider-Man and have the next Batman movie restart the trilogy, have a new Batman origin story. You know, we don't need that shit. So I feel like this is the best thing for Batman because he can just be in part of a movie. Mm. We can find out. And let's face it, the most important part of this movie is who becomes the new Batman. True. So this is just part of a Superman movie so we can be introduced to Batman and just move on. We don't have to do what The Amazing Spider-Man is doing. More on that later. And I, relaunch Batman becoming Batman again. See, so. the, but that's the thing is I think they will. I think they will. And it's stupid to think that because it's like, come on, like who on this planet does not know Batman and the origin story? You don't need it. But they're going to do it anyway because that's what you do in a big blockbuster Hollywood movie is you take it down to the lowest common denominator and you're like, all right, let me hold Grandma by the hand because Grandma doesn't understand who Batman is. And we'll do that for like an hour. But the good thing is they can't do that in this movie because, you know, they, they won't have time because it's a Superman movie. So they're just going to have to establish Batman in this. I hope so, man. Well, and, and the good I thing is, so. I mean, they said Justice League is coming 2017. So this is really, we've already gotten Superman and Batman's origin stories out of the way. We're putting them together in this movie. So then that will lead to Justice League in 2017. So I don't think we get a Batman origin story anytime soon, which would be awesome. Well, you know what? Like, uh, you know what's so frustrating about these big Hollywood movies is like I've been watching, uh, like I said, in the last episode. I've been watching the the old Justice League Unlimited uh, animated series, right? In order from the beginning, and mm-hmm. like I missed out uh, ten year, almost ten years ago, like nine years ago. So yeah. like this is my time to shine, and uh, most of the episodes are amazing. Mm-hmm. There's no origin story. There's no time. They're just like here you go. And every episode they introduce like a new character, and they don't go like. Oh my God! Let's let's go back to when they were a baby and they didn't get fed like enough, and yeah. like they cried once or twice, and their parents went there and wah wah wah. No, it's just like like the last episode I watched was with uh, Wildcats. Oh like, yeah, man, Fight Club. Yeah, dude, it's like superhero Fight Club, and I was like, oh, this is so awesome. And like, oh here here's some new characters: Black Canary. Who is that? We don't know. Let's discover that through the episode. Here's Wildcat. Who is that? Ah, but they didn't do any of the origin story because they don't have time. They got 22 minutes to tell a story. That's it. And like, and and it was like one of the best episodes to date. Yeah. And I just and like I just see like all right Hollywood Hollywood director producers watch a couple episodes of this thing and figure it out, man. Like we understand. Like we're going to see a superhero movie. We get that. All right. We don't need to see the origin story. We just know. Oh, it's Batman. There he is. Well, we also know that Bruce Timm stepped down from the animated side. You know, he could be on 
this other side as a consultant producer you know stuff like that so I would like to pretend that that's what's happening and, and we're going to get... I mean, they already confirmed Zack Snyder is the director, so it's like, mm. Yeah. But, you know, Batman's in it, so maybe Bruce Timm is this consultant that's helping. I mean, let's face it. I mean, Superman and Batman together. Awesome. I'm on. I'm on. You know, it's mm-hmm. like Superman has done well this summer, but it hasn't done Iron Man well. Right. You know, it hasn't done Avengers well. So, you know, it's it's made, it made its money back and it's doing, it's doing good. But DC needs to step it up. This announcement, you got me. Uh, clearly, this is uh, this is give the people what they want. It's a step. It's a step in the right direction. Let's say, and like if they had done this, all right. Let, let's say in the alternate universe, uh, Earth three, I guess, where they had done this announcement and they're like, guess what, guys? The next Superman movie is gonna have Lex Luthor. Dun dun dun. I mean, I would have just, like, my, my, my fan hard-on would have just gone flaccid. Right. Well, I mean, with Batman involved, there's a very real possibility that Lex Luthor will be in it. True. Because Batman can't fight Darkseid, really. But No, but he can have a money fight with Lex Luthor. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I'm pumped for this. Yes, it, it might not be good, but I'm, I'm pumped that they are actually going to do a Batman-Superman thing. It's like, yay! Cool films like this are usually only on YouTube, but people with no money... <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna get it in the real movie theater. Like this is awesome. And um, you know, it's it's funny you say that, but I think it was like five six years ago, a a pretty decent quality fan film came out that had Superman and Batman and Lex Luthor in the yeah. suit in his in his mech suit. Yeah, all together fighting. Now this is cool. This is a step in the right direction. And they also announced that Flash gets his own movie in 2016. Justice League gets 2017. I'm happy with that chain of events. First of all, I'm a huge Flash fan, so I'm pumped. Let's not, you know, let's not forget about this. I'm pumped for a Flash movie. That's cool. I, I don't know if it's going to be funny or serious. I mean, his uh, his Rogues Gallery is mm-hmm. pretty silly. You know, there's like Captain Boom or Captain Cold, the Boomerang, Mirror Master, mm-hmm. you know, Spinning Top guy or Trickster or whatever. I mean, I mean, there's. <laughs> do they go that route or do they say like, well, the best way to make this movie is to have someone comparable like Superman did, so he goes up against the Negative Flash or Reverse Flash or Professor Zoom, whatever the fuck his name is. For Professor Worst Name Ever. It's like, God, it's like. Uh... Like, like, you can't say reverse Flash too many times. You can only say it, like, once or twice. So the rest of the time, you have to call him by his real name, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so, I mean... Thumb. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, and I, I think that's one of his aliases, too, is, like, Professor Zoom or something. But mm-hmm. anyways, so maybe they just have to do that, you know, Flash on Flash. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I'm excited for Flash movie. It'll be cool. cool. So I hope, I hope they don't do the same route as Superman, which is, like build it up that like he's just a regular man sometimes with a beard that saves lives but he's got a dark secret he's from another world yeah i feel like you've got to make the flash a little more lighthearted. i mean they certainly did yeah. with the wally west for uh you know 15 years and yeah, exactly so. it's like you know like all right not not only the fans but i feel like the whole like social unconsciousness of the world has a thing where like all right don't make a serious flash movie they did that in the uh, in the 90s with the flash tv show and uh, it was terrible. Yeah, it just wasn't really necessary. No. Um, getting back to Batman and Superman, though, like I said, the most important part of this movie is really who will be Batman. Because mm-hmm. if they had a cool Batman, life is good. If they got a shitty Batman, that's all anyone's going to talk about. Yeah, that's true. So who's your Batman? Who's my Batman? Yeah. I mean, you know, like everybody was talking about after the, the last Batman movie, um, 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Yeah, is going to be. All right, obviously, because they set him up to be the next Batman. Well, I I mean, I am personally totally on board with that. I'd mm-hmm. be fine, you know, because the original Robin slash Nightwing does become Batman for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I like him as an actor, so I would be totally on board with that. I don't know if he's just like, you know, I just work for Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was just part of that, and I'm going to leave that alone. Because he is trying to be a serious actor and stuff. But um, if he does it, that's cool. If not, who else? All right. So, all right. Here's my dark horse pick. He's a guy who's done superhero movies before, but he's always kind of like flipping around from one superhero to the next, trying to figure out where he fits in the universe. And that's Ryan Reynolds as Batman. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No. I, I honestly think Ryan Reynolds will come back as... Green Lantern in 2017 Justice League. I think he's. I think he's done. I think he's got a better shot of being the Flash than he has of repeating a character. Well, he's trying to be Deadpool. Oh, okay. So I could see him as Deadpool because Deadpool, you know, is a talky, jokey kind of guy, which Ryan Reynolds clearly is in most of his movies. Yeah, I mean, so, he, and he did a good job before they like messed with him. Yeah. So if he does a regular Deadpool movie, mm-hmm. I think he redeems himself there. Yeah, hmm. I, I guess you, you could probably. Plus, Hal Jordan isn't really a jokey guy, so. They probably should just get a new Green Lantern and make them just kind of tough. Exactly, and you know what? It's like um, the animated series has shown me time and time again that like you don't, you just don't need one person to play one character. I mean, think of all the amazing Batman voices we've had throughout the years and mm-hmm. different different styles of Batman, like animating him and like different, you know, just like just different this, different that. Yeah. But um, you know, as long as he's still Batman, the essence is there. Then who cares? And you know, why not like John Stewart Batman or excuse me, Green Lantern? Uh, or uh, I'm totally on board with John Stewart Green Lantern. That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, Hal Jordan is my favorite from the comics and stuff, but John Stewart would be totally cool. Yeah, I mean the the uh, Justice League. Uh, Just not Guy series, Gardner. I hate Guy Gardner. So the, the whole anime series makes John Stewart out to be like the greatest he's he's awesome in the animated series and i want to see that guy again yeah i'll be on board with that too that's fine because you know like i said there's not quite there's not much diversity in justice league anyways unless they do cyborg Mm -hmm. so uh you know that would be that'd be cool too um cool well i got this idea from screenrant.com it's one of my favorite websites to go to they they did like uh five possibilities to be the next batman oh and one of them stuck out um josh holloway who played Sawyer and Lost. Which, oh, okay. And he doesn't look like Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. but I think he'd be a great Batman. You know, cut his hair short. You know, don't keep it long like it is now. But I like him as an actor. I liked him in Lost. He was like the perfect Vegeta on the island during Lost. <laughs> you know, that starts out as the equally strong antagonist who eventually comes around and becomes like the great good guy. Mm-hmm. I've got silly nicknames for everybody. Yeah, so I liked him in that. I could, I would totally. I think that would be. Uh, it'd be an interesting Batman. I'd like to see him put the costume on, and in you know, instead of just going with you know an easier choice, I think that would be kind of uh, kind of cool. Oh wait, wait, hang on, hang on. I got a brain fart. You know who I'd love to see? Hmm. Who'd be the greatest Batman? Is Viggo Mortensen. Oh, dude, yeah. the Lord, well, the the King, the Return of the King as Batman. See, I could see Viggo Mortensen if they did The Dark Knight Returns. Because uh. Viggo's getting up there in years. And I know in the comic, Dark Knight Returns, he's, like, super muscular. But we could go the opposite way, that he's old and, you know, wiry muscles instead. I could mm-hmm. totally see him in Dark Knight Returns. Totally. But not, but not regular Batman. 
I mean, I I still think it would be great because like he's a guy who like we've seen him as like super slick and we've seen him as like whooping ass, you know, like with swords or horses, uh, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he'd be a good Batman. He'd also probably be a great bad guy. True for something, you know, make him mm-hmm. uh, make him Deadshot or something. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, so like I said, I, I'm pumped for that. I think I think DC got it right. You know, they they didn't rush Justice League, and they're gonna combine their two greatest into one movie, which helps them both. And mm-hmm. then you know, add the Flash ahead of time before, and then jump into Justice League and have their own uh, Avengers billion dollar movie. So I think it's gonna work. So speaking of Avengers, fuck yeah. So it it looks like because of this new announcement that the Ant Man movie. It like will definitely be happening. Well, definitely, yeah. I mean, I think they confirmed it was going to happen. I mean, uh, like once I saw this update, I was like, "Well, that's it. Ant Man is coming out before this movie." No, he's coming out after. After. Hmm. Well, all right. So let's just put it out there. Avengers Two is called Age of Ultron. Yes, Ultron. Great choice for villain. Thank totally. God we are done with Loki. Well, I mean, he, now he's in the Thor universe. Yes, but he's going to die in Thor 2. Is he? Of course. The, in, the, in the trailer, they show Thor, you know, like, the, when everything is stacked against him, what do you got to do? You got to go to the bad guy, and you got to team up. Right. But so he's not going to... It's the redemption of Loki. He's got to die at the end. No way, dude. He's got no, to. He's, he's, he's the god of mischief. He ain't dying. I mean, maybe it'll seem like, you know, he sacrifices himself, but he's got a plan. They'll kill him just long enough, and then they can bring him back in a solo movie or something. But he's got it. He's, he's 95% dying in Thor 2 because it's nah. redemption of Loki. At the very end, he sacrifices himself because Thor did love him as a brother, and then Thor rises up to defeat the challenge, and then they have a little tearful goodbye, brother, speech at the end. But he's going out. That's you know what I see that as possible, but he definitely survives. Cause I mean, like Thor three, it's got to be Ragnarok, so you had to have you got to have Loki back on your side. You I'm know? just saying, he, I, I'm not saying he's not coming back, but he dies in two. Okay, all right, we'll we'll take that prediction. So uh, so Avengers two Age of Ultron, I totally missed the Age of Ultron. Unlike Civil War, I wasn't like glued to the comics or anything, and now I feel like wow, now now I will not reading the comics so i don't want to so i don't want to ruin it for myself before i watch the movie i'm just pumped because you know you know you're going with the bad guy that allows them to go all out you know a giant mm-hmm. killer robot so thor can be fully engaged hulk can be fully engaged iron man can be fully engaged you know it's the opposite of a lex luthor kind of cast casting right. so you can you know you can have great battle sequences fighting ultron and that's all you really want and you know like because he's a robot and can clone himself, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna have like a zillion Ultrons running around for everybody to fight. I which love is, it. Like gold for like a big blockbuster movie. Yeah. No, I think that Joss Whedon chose correctly. And like I said, he throws the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver into there too. Um, clearly, uh, now I'm pretty sure the way it, I'm pretty sure that I mean it's coming out 2015, right? Right. Yeah. I think that Ant Man comes out later that summer. I ah. think that this introduces Hank Pym, because Hank Pym in the comics fucks up and creates Ultron. Well, so, he starts out as a good idea, but then yeah. the, he made him too good. Yeah, so I think that this introduces Hank Pym and the whole Ultron thing, and then he gets his own spinoff movie three months later, and now we know who he is. They might even introduce the Wasp, you know. Cool. I mean, you know, with with this new movie, there's um, it's kind of like, you know how, how like Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of come out 
and we're going to talk about that. But, like, I don't know any of those guys. You know, they weren't in anything ever before, ever. But uh, Avengers 2, they have the opportunity to introduce whoever they want. Yeah. You know, and maybe more than just, um, you know, like, the guys that we know about. Maybe there's, like, a ton of Avengers all coming together to fight Ultron. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be really cool, because then it'd be like, all right, now we get to pick our favorites as fans and then hope and pray that they'll make a movie. Well, and because, you know, they've we know they're, at some point, Vin Diesel's being introduced as <laughs> some kind of Marvel guy. So may, <laughs> maybe, uh, with you know my theory from last week, maybe the Black Panther, the slightly Black Panther, <laughs> shows up in <laughs> Avengers 2. Wait, wait, what if he's Ultron? What if he's the villain? Oh, my God. There's... I can't think of someone worse, other than Arnold Schwarzenegger, as the Terminator of a worse robot to understand what they're saying. What if? All right, here, all right. So let's let's give our picks for uh, for who should play Ultron. Well, nobody. It's just going to be a voiceover. Yeah, but no, 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 no. With with the with what they have now, and like Avatar and John Carter. Oh, so you're of, like like motion capture suits. Oh, it's got to be motion capture because that's what that's what directors want. That's what actors want. They want to work with somebody like on set and then just like CG them later. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Mark Ruffalo was pretty awesome doing that as the Hulk, I guess. So, yeah. So I think I think they'll actually go with somebody. And you know, this is this is like this is like a billion dollar film. You know, like they're they're gonna like they're not just gonna like draw into like Jar Jar Binks and then like voice somebody over later. Good point. Good point. So. I'm just going to go to my number one. I think Nick Cage should play Ultron. <laughs> I, I think that would be the best. Have him go from like zero to 11. Uh, uh, I think the dark side has clouded your judgment there, Yoda. No way. Come on. They're not going to go D- Nick Cage. They can't they control will. him. Nah, dude. Nah. And like, and it's the only thing we have left, dude. I mean, like, he's like a super nerd, but he just confirmed that he's not going to be in any movies anytime soon. No, because like, he finally paid off his castle and tax bills. I know. I know. But no, he said... He confirmed he's not going to be in Kick-Ass 2 or Expendables 3. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I know. But, no, I mean, here's what they... Here's my choice. And clearly they're not going this way, but they need to. Mm -hmm. Who better to play a badass robot than the original RoboCop himself, Frank Weller? (laughs) Peter Weller, sorry. Peter Weller! (laughs) It's like Frank Miller and Peter Weller had a baby. I was thinking Frank Welker, the voiceover. (laughs) Yes, Peter Weller, original voice. I mean, let's face it, he just came back in Star Trek 2, and he proved he could, he's a fucking badass still. So bring him. He can do the robot walk, we all know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know what? Introduce him as some kind of, like, scientist who, um, you know, like like alien style. Like, they're like, all right, we'll, we will base Ultron off of you or something. Oh, man. And then, I, he, then know, he becomes a villain. I like I'm that. Just, I'm just saying, Peter Weller, if you need the guy to be in the mocap suit and do the voice, he could do the voice. I'm just saying, bring in RoboCop. All right, no, that could be really cool. I, I really dig that. I'm just pumped. When when I saw it was Age of Ultron, I'm pumped. I was like, good choice, good choice, Marvel. I saw it as like, it's it's weird, but I, I saw it as just like, wow, they're really trying to push this this recent anniversary kind of crossover thing. Like like they really pushed Civil War for a while, and you know I thought that was going to be like Avengers two Civil War. Now, or because they don't have the rights, but like, or like Avengers two, like uh, Avengers versus X Men. Mm-hmm. Now, I think this is like, this is right up there. Now, here's here's one thing we haven't talked about. There's one person this morning that had their feet up on the table, was opening their newspaper, and then clicked online and saw Avengers two: Age of Ultron and spit out their coffee all over the screen. And that would oh. be Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos is like, what the fuck? 
Age of Ultron? <laughs> well, I, th- I thought this was Avengers 2 Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. What I the? Mean, I we mean, like, we introduced, we yeah, we introduced Thanos at the end of Avengers 1. He's like, what the fuck just happened here? Unless they're totally putting him over into Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what which, I'm thinking, man. Which would make sense. Well, I mean, they need, I, I, I have no idea about Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah, they need like somebody recognizable and amazing like that. But I haven't seen Thanos in the um, in the cast list or to be cast list yet. Yeah. See, I know nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm keeping that way because it'd be nice just one time to watch a comic book movie and not know a lot of about it. Yeah. But they're called Guardians of the Galaxy. Thanos is somewhere out in the universe. Yeah. So it would be kind of cool if they fought him, and then Ultron was at Avengers too. So I don't know, like Marvel. I got no complaints, man. You guys are doing good. I mean, if they're gonna make an Avengers trilogy, you gotta end on on the Infinity Gauntlet. Like I, I mean, that's just it. You could, but I mean, like I said, I feel like the ultimate Marvel villain, if done properly, would be Doctor Doom somehow. So who gets him? Does the Spider Man franchise get him? Does Fantastic Four reboot get him? Or does Marvel broadly I mean like if you had the list Marvel's top three villains, Doctor Doom's always gonna be in people's top three list. Oh, of course, because, like, the suit has all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, he has his own country full of Doom robots. He's always one step ahead of the game. He's, like, one of the smartest dudes yeah. ever. One of the most... He's usually in the big crossovers or video games and stuff as one of the masterminds. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, if they did it right, I feel like Doctor Doom would be fucking awesome. True. But I think I think he's still in Fantastic Four land, so... And, mm-hmm. and you just said that they're going to reboot. So. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to count in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess we'll see. I, I would rather have him in the hands of, of you know Marvel and not Fox. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like the last. I, I enjoyed Rise of the Silver Surfer, but I know it kind of annoyed everybody. Yeah, those movies were like good for kids. Yes, but they weren't really that good. I mean, they proved that you could do a Fantastic Four. You know, they all pulled off their powers. Cool. Oh yeah. But um, you know, like I love Doctor Doom, and they fucked him up. Uh, Fucked yeah. him. Well, and, oh, and Galaxus, Galaxus was, Galactus was a big dark cloud. I know, and I still don't. <laughs> under, I still don't understand that choice. I'm a big dark cloud. And then you they, they was, took that dark cloud and they use it in Green Lantern as parallax. I know. And you know what? It's like the ending of these comic book movies. Um, like Hollywood tends to screw them up, no matter how faithful they are. Like Watchmen just proved it. Like Watchmen is like the most faithful comic book to movie adaptation of all time and they cocked the ending yeah i I just think it's like all right people are going to believe uh the thing people are going to believe there is a silver surfer out in the universe but they won't believe that there's a huge giant man with a purple blue outfit that's going to kill our world so make him a dark cloud it's like you've already bought we've already (laughs) bought in to the silver surfer yeah well i would buy i would also buy into galactus come on man it would look cool I, I just feel like somebody made that choice early on, and then they forgot to write any scenes with Galactus kind of looming over the Earth, like, Mumbling, going the hunger, we're going right. to eat your planet. And so they're like, well, what do we do? Just throw, like, just somebody, like, take some Photoshop filters and swarth them together until a giant Photoshop swirl, and then we'll just throw that in. I think that Marvel's doing a better job. Like, there's two kinds of directors. They're the kinds that want to do a correct... Um, that give respect to the comics, you know, mm-hmm. that say, well, you know, this is how the comics were, so we're going to do it, maybe not exactly like that, but pretty darn close. And then there's the Michael Bays that are like, well, I'm going to take this franchise, and I'm God, so I'm going to put my own spin on it, because th- three decades of comics, who gives a shit? 
I'm just going to take the name and make it my thing. You know what well, I mean? You know so what? there's those kind of directors. And I like mm-hmm. the directors that go more in line with what people like, you know, that that aren't afraid to adapt a comic and what fans like. Well, you know what, Eric? I, you know, uh, two days ago, I would totally have, um, have agreed with you. But then I read this amazing... Um, I, I read the uh, somebody somebody wrote up the the best parts of the Star Trek Two Wrath of Khan uh, director's commentary. Okay, and and I was surprised at how much I was like, oh my god! Sometimes it does take somebody who doesn't give a crap about the original franchise to make a great movie uh, using it. So uh, well, Nick, if Nick, if done correctly, but I mean, mm-hmm. those are usually far and few between. I mean, like Nick, like Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan put his own spin on those characters and made it badass. But I mean, that's a rare example, I think. True, but like you know, Nicholas Meyer came in, uh, like with with the uh, with Star Trek, uh, Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. came in and just did his own thing and totally disagreed with Gene Roddenberry uh, and like. And he, he hadn't watched the TV show up to that point, and then he uh, like during production, I think uh, he said he he went back and watched some of the episodes and watched the first movie and thought they were crap, mm-hmm. and that they didn't really embody Gene Roddenberry's you know like what he was going for, and he's just like it's like space cowboys, and and he uh, he finally got Shatner to give it an amazing performance by in his words wearing him down by doing retake after retake until he got bored and started to act. Well, I agree with you there, but at the same time, I don't think we're we're on the same page with what we're talking about because they still flew on the Enterprise. It looked like the Enterprise. They still the same characters, Spock, Kirk, blah blah blah. So he didn't change that much, you know. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying like people like Michael Bay, you know, like they're they're fucked with Transformers. He's gonna fuck with Ninja Turtles. I'm saying like you know that was still Star Trek Two was still you know loyal to its things. Like they didn't fucking change everything. They just made it a better movie. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. I'm just saying, like, I like, you know, the director that does stick to, you know, that at least takes the comic book canon and kind of brings it to the big screen and stuff. So, you know, like, the first Incredible Hulk was fucking terrible. The first Incredible Hulk movie because they just fucking made it this weird drama love story, father-son relationship bullshit. The villain was terrible. You know, it was just like, dude. (laughs) Well, well, you know what? Watching the first Incredible Hulk movie, I watched it twice in theaters. Um, it was kind of like watching um, the Spider-Man musical, um, uh, Spider-Man's... Uh, Turn Off the Dark. Yeah, Turn Off the Dark. And I, like watching the first iteration, you could really tell that this was made by somebody who who does not understand or read comics. Right. Be- because, they, because they're trying to kind of like bring in their interpretation of like the base like of the art form they're like comics it's all about taking frames of images and juxtaposing them on top of other images so let's do that as like an artistic choice yeah we don't need that dude comic book movies should come out in the summertime and be you know fun mindless things we're not looking for oscar nominations here we know what we are it's fucking looking- let's fucking do it okay we're not asking you to adapt to war and peace you know, no. <laughs> you know we're, we're just looking for all right, what the fans are looking for is a great story and a good time. And what the directors slash financiers are looking for is like a financial hit. So, like, put those two things together mm-hmm. and we'll have a movie that everybody loves. Yeah. Now, moving along, we've got uh, Spider-Man 2 
you know, we've got Electro in it, the Rhinos in it, all these rumors mm-hmm. about the Black Cat possibly being in it. But what mm-hmm. I, I'm more, what I'm more excited for is people are talking about legitimate possibility of the Sinister Six being in Spider-Man Three. Wait, so not Spider-Man Two? Well, Spider-Man Two is introducing a bunch of them. Like we might even see uh, um, the Vulture, but not as the Vulture, just as you know, Adrian Toomes or whatever his name is. You know, okay. some old scientist guy. Like you know, kind of like how they introduced Kurt Connors before right. and stuff, but didn't show him as a lizard and stuff. Um, so people are talking about like possible legit Sinister Six in Spider-Man Three. Word. And if that That's happens, cool. I'm pumped. Like I feel like some people will complain and be like, there should be one villain, and the more villains you have dilutes the movie, a.k.a. Spider-Man 3, you know, with Venom, Sandman, you know, James Franco. <laughs> I can't even call him, like, Green Goblin or whatever. He was just new, James new goblin. Franco. Yeah, uh. so, but I, on the other hand, would love it. I don't need, if you don't want to let me know everything about one villain, I, that's fine. Give me six. Give them equal screen time. Let them beat the shit out of Spider-Man and let them go up against them. I think it'd be awesome. Learn more about Spider-Man. I don't give a shit the villains. They could all be one-dimensional, paper thin. Don't care. Put all six of them in. Let's rock. I would be pumped for that. Yeah. Let's do exactly. it. No, dude. It's like you don't need you don't need to make every single villain Citizen Kane. Yeah, and like you know what I mean. Yeah, and other other ones they always say, well, you know, like. You know, Batman against the Joker was great in 89, but then they made Batman versus Penguin and Catwoman. And it's just like, you know, they only did that because they couldn't carry the load of being one villain by themselves. Or, you know, like Two-Face and the Riddler, blah, blah. And they keep using those examples, but I'm like, fuck those examples. Let's go six, okay? Let's not go two bad guys. Let's just go six and have them all just be kind of out there. And that would be that would be awesome. Let's just go for it as a, a superhero movie. I, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the whole problem with superhero movies in the past that have done been done with, like, two villains is that, like, each villain gets their own movie. Yeah. You know, like, they have, like, so much screen time, and there's an origin story, yep. and then there's, like, an entire arc dedicated to all these characters, and they take up all this time, mm-hmm. and you're like, I just want, a, a, like, a good story, man. You don't have to do this with every single character. Yeah. You know, there can, there can be a character that's just, like shines through and like is like a total joke character or just like all right he's the muscle we got it yeah yeah exactly and if you got six either a you don't have time to do that or b you've already established a couple of them in spider-man one and two so you don't even need to word you know like the rhino he's already going to be in this one for a little bit you know electro or the lizard or you know like the vulture like boom you're already almost there add a couple more let's do it bring back the lizard why not yeah as long as he doesn't talk <laughs> just give him a real lizard face this time and be like, thank goodness. He just gives or, or yeah, just give him fifteen minutes and that's it. You know, or don't leave his uh a recording of uh his evil monologue <laughs> and put it on a laptop in the ba- in the sewers for Spider Man to find out. That's Come ridiculous. <laughs> and alright, if you're gonna have the lizard, you gotta have SWAT lizards this time. They robbed us of SWAT lizards, I wanna see them. It does sound like they're that uh Gwen Stacy's gonna die in the second movie. Well, it's about freaking time, man. Hey, that would be cool. Let's face it, the guy always saves the girl, basically, but this would be pretty cool if they stuck to the comic books. And maybe, maybe Electro kind of like saddles on up to Spider Man as the rebound boy, we think. <laughs> I had to say, Electro looks pretty. <laughs> Electro, he looks pretty silly in the teaser. I mean, he's gonna be, I mean, he's wearing like, you know, like all the blue makeup, et cetera, but yeah. like, 
you know, he's got to be like the being of pure energy and have lightning crackling around him and all these yeah. special effects. So I'm, I'm sure it'll look fine. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, it, it looks silly. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch it because I mean, Jamie Fox, I'm cool with that. You know, I'm cool with Jamie Fox. I think he'll be cool as it, but it does look kind of silly. But yeah, I just want him to kiss Spider Man and just shock him. <laughs> so. So, uh, Spider-Man, um, some of the smaller announcements we saw was there's going to be two new Batman cartoon movies in 2014. Really? I missed that. There's going to be Son of Batman. Oh, yeah, the Damian Wayne Damian Wayne. Um, so that'll be interesting. Like, I'm not a fan of Damian Wayne. I think he's all right. I mean, he was good in, um, like, to have, like, the, the Robin all dark and brooding um, and to have, like, a lighthearted Batman, that was a great combination. Well, that was kind of interesting, you know, like, but at the same time, he was only 10. Mm-hmm. And then they killed him. So. Oh, you know, but he didn't stay dead. No, yeah, he's dead. He's dead dead? Yeah, they just killed him, like, last year, or maybe oh, even damn. a couple months ago. Like, he's dead. Well, well, that was a fun idea. Bring on the clones. I mean, but I was like, but... Then when it, but then when you think about it, you're like, you just killed a ten year old. Yeah. Like first of all, you shouldn't have been Robin anyways. You're ten. Second of all, killing Robin is old and done. So and third, he's ten, man. I don't care if he was trained <laughs> to be an assassin, you know, by the League of Shadows or whatever. You know, you shouldn't have fucking let your ten year old be Robin and now he's dead, you asshole. Oh dude, no way. That's the best that's the best defense ever. You're like, well, Dude, if anybody finds out that this is my kid, he's gonna be, you know, kidnapped and assassinated. No, no, no. just make him Robin, so everybody feels bad fighting him. Like you can't, you can't punch a ten-year-old kid in the face. You just be like, oh man, seriously. Uh, here, just, just tie my hands. I'm done. I, I can't fight a ten-year-old. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch any DC animated movie. I'm just personally, comic book wise, not a fan of Damien. I mean, but... they did Under the Red Hood, so I could see Son of Batman. Under the Red Hood was pretty sweet. It was it was pretty violent, which is great. Yeah, that was a great DC animated movie. Mm. Um, yeah, so Son of Batman, and then the other one is going to be uh, Batman Assault on Arkham. Oh yeah, what's that about? I don't know, but I'm wondering if it's like the video games, you know? because uh. that would be cool. I mean, the video game storylines have been pretty sweet. I mean, if they, if, dude, they need to take a, a page out of the old Batman the Animated Series book. Which is that great episode where they put Batman on trial in uh, Arkham Asylum. That was pretty awesome. And the Joker was the judge, and they're like, "Batman, you made us." Yeah. Uh, and then they brought in the um, the D, the hotshot DA who who basically agreed with them to defend Batman. That was genius. Yeah. No, that that was pretty awesome. <laughs> so if they if they make that into a movie, I'm down. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens. It's sold on Arkham, but you know they've got some good video game storylines to work with. So. Mm-hmm. So two new Batman movies, cartoon in 14, to get us pumped for the live action in 15. Man, there's so much freaking news flying out of Comic-Con. I missed that. All, all I was looking at was like, oh, okay, all right, X-Men Days of Future Past. They showed some footage. Oh, did they? I mean, yeah. I glossed over that. I figured I was going to wait till the actual trailer, but... Yeah, well, it's like, I'm kind of, it, it makes me kind of like, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm sure there'll be like a ton of action, but like... What they describe in it is that, like, Wolverine in the future uh, gets his mind gets sent back to Wolverine of the past mm-hmm. so he can stop the war. Well, I mean, that's what happened with Kitty Pryde in the comics, so. Okay, all right. See, I was kind of like, what? what is that coming from? Yeah, it was Kitty Pryde that goes back, but, I mean, that's fine. Like, uh, I feel like X-Men has been kind of broken, and then 
the X Men First Class was cool. So I like mm-hmm. I like what they're doing. I like that they're kind of fixing X Men Three. They're combining it with First Class. So sure. So you know, I'm a huge X Men fan. It would be nice if they uh, you know made an awesome movie. Cool. So yeah, I think that has potential. Uh, they did talk about RoboCop. I saw so, I saw the I saw the image of Ed two oh nine. I saw the image of Robocop. Ah. So Ed two oh nine looks pretty similar to what he did before. Yeah, except he has like some shark teeth. Yeah. Unfortunately Robocop does not. Um No. He's all black. <laughs> the the thing that disappointed me about the Robocop news, I mean, I guess people there got to watch like a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. But they haven't released it yet. I mean I'm I'm assuming they will like this week. Um it's interesting. They're going to try and make him interact with his family more. Mm. You like actually try and be human and cyborg. Okay. Um, they got rid of his robot walk. Aw. So yeah, he's going to be walking normal, I guess. Um, you know, the design. Eh, eh. But though, to to be honest, the only thing that really disappointed me is they're going for PG thirteen. Yeah, that's really too bad. It needs to be R. I mean, the original, I mean, that's part of what made it so great was how brutal it was. I mean, RoboCop, you know, back in the day, like, the government talked about it, basically. Like, it it had the highest body count going for a while. So, um, to hear that this is going to be PG-13, I'm not saying you can't do it. You know, God, World War Z was just PG-13, I guess, but I um, haven't seen it yet. But, um, you know... I don't think RoboCop needs to be PG thirteen. I'd rather be R, so it would kill a lot of people. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what happened was, even though they made like this crazy R movie with like brutal violence and blood and everything, kids loved RoboCop. Clearly, I'm one of them. Yeah, so. and like, <laughs> and and people and parents still remember the RoboCop brand, just like Transformers, Ninja Turtles, etc. So they're bringing it back as a family movie, like uh, like all those Marvel movies. That everyone can enjoy together. Oh, and you're also going to see his eyes. I guess his visor is retractable this time. Uh, so before he took off his helmet at the end, but now it yeah. just can slide up regularly. So Right, so, so you get everybody, so the actor gets more face time. So I'm not going to pass judgment on this film, because clearly I'm a huge RoboCop fan. So mm-hmm. the only thing, and I'm willing to see a RoboCop movie that's different. It doesn't have to be a remake, because usually remakes suck. Because they don't, they're not as good as the original. So I'm okay with it being different this time. I was just a little bummed by the PG-13 thing, but I'm still on track to go see it next February. It's. I think it's just funny that like he has like this extremely black, blacker than night, pitch black suit, and it makes like his his uh, fleshy face, like his chin, stand out even more. Yeah, it definitely does that way. So, but I'm looking forward to the trailer. Hopefully, it'll be out this week. They usually go comic-con first and then show it to people so i really hope somebody um somebody takes the movie and um puts some like puts like batman ears on top of new robocop because he looks just like batman mm. in like a super suit a robot bat yeah to fight superman exactly hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so dude so the big news for me was godzilla oh i'll wait until the trailer comes out i guess but I mean, and it's going to come soon because they got everybody pumped. But the main thing is, like, I didn't realize that um, this was American-made Godzilla with American actors. Oh, well, now that I've seen Pacific Rim, which Mm -hmm. so far is the class of the summer movies this year, I think, for me. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's got to be at least that good you know because right. they had great monsters in that so well it's like the it's the new top of the mountain that they have to climb over if they're going to impress yeah i mean is he just going to be fighting helicopters Nope, no, apparently there's like there's a ton of weird looking original monsters rampaging around and Godzilla is gonna go mess them up. Oh, that then I'm totally on board. I didn't know if it was gonna be just Godzilla versus man. If it's Godzilla no, it versus sucks. those other monsters and they're yeah. and, okay, are we talking like Power Rangers effects or are we talking like real No, it's gotta be it's I mean it's it's big budget, so it's gotta be like the same kind of uh, style visual effects. Cool, I'll go see it. Yeah. But man, no, I, Pacific Rim I, was good. No, uh, exactly. Like Godzilla. Do you remember Godzilla in 1984? 85. 85. Yes. Yeah, that summed up all the crappiness of every Godzilla movie for me. I mean, that like it was super serious. Godzilla. It was just Godzilla versus people, and Godzilla was absent for most of the film. Yeah. And that's like the worst kind of Godzilla movie ever. Right. The best kind is like Godzilla um, All Out Monster Attack, mm-hmm. where he goes rampaging and he's got the berserker eyes and he's like killing humans and three other monsters get summoned to help to help stop Godzilla and this, so there's like a nonstop fight. Sounds good so to me. I'm, I'm I'm hoping it's just like that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I said I'll wait for and, I'll wait for the trailer. Yeah, and and the guy from Breaking Bad, uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, really? Is he in it? He's in it. Oh, okay. He's cool. He's he's one of the stars. Mm. Him, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Elizabeth Olsen, and director Gareth Edwards. So, uh, no Matthew Broderick this time? Thank goodness. Bring in the worm scientists. <laughs> Quickly. Like, uh, we got a giant footprint, guys. Call in the guy from Russia who is looking at worms. And he's like, but worms? But, but what about my worms here in Russia? Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, that sounds kind of cool. I mean... Yeah, I was pumped for the Comic Con reveal stuff. That sounded pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to all the trailers we're gonna see from now on out. Tell me, you posted something on Facebook that looked very intriguing. Uh, basically, Resident Evil Land. Dude, yeah, there's a Resident <laughs> Evil theme park in Japan. It's like a, it's like a video game, like a Lasertron game almost. Looked, I mean, I've only seen. You know, I didn't look it up afterwards, but somebody posted it over on on, on the, the image hosting site, where it's like it's like you you go in to this theme park but you get like a laser tron like pistol that has like your your ammo on it and like a health meter right it seems and, and there's all this like stock stock photos you know like pose photos of people like going up against zombies and like resident evil monsters in classic resident evil places yeah and like actual so there's actors dressed up as zombies coming after you and you have to shoot them yeah yeah sign me up that's all i'm saying you know like Maybe if I kill enough zombies, can I please get a shotgun so I can start, like, meleeing all the zombie actors? Yeah. I'm just going to punch out the people that go into the game with me and take their guns. <laughs> That's right. Well, it, 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 they're, like, strapped to your arm. That's, you know, it's so, like the ammo meter, so you're going to have to hack their arms off. That's not a problem. <laughs> I'll do it. Or, I think, you know how I, how I like to fight zombies. I just like to put the gun down and use my fists. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just wade in and start punching out zombie actors. Yeah, exactly. Kick you in the oh, nuts. Actually, one one of the damn dude, they had this with us in mind. The, one of the photos, there's a, a a safety sign in the background, and it says, "Caution, gun safety. Do not hit people with gun." <laughs> oh man, I'll <laughs> pistol whip all you guys. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you didn't say anything about my fists. That's right, man. I'll fucking do it. I'll start <laughs> going up and snap people's necks from behind. 
Yeah. Some of some of these photos, I mean, they look a little too posed. They looked like, is that a statue of uh, Mr. X or is it actually like an actor? Yeah. Same with the liquor. Is that just a picture of it, or exactly, was like, he about the pounce? Exactly. I have, I have no idea. You know, I would rather see like a giant like marionette. Like like some kind of like puppet, so you can get like some freaky movements in there. I just want someone to bust out through a wall and go stars. I I'll tell you like <laughs> like like um there's this there's this amazing dance project called Sleep No More in uh-huh. New York City and in London, and it's this like highly interactive um uh like this like they tell a story of like Macbeth and like some Hitchcock films and you you enter this giant warehouse with all these different levels and it's like people are like everybody's in masks except for the actors and they're running around telling these stories through dance and you can touch anything like there's like all these recreations of all these shops and weird crap happening it's amazing and it's like $75 a ticket mm. I, would, I would pay $75 to do have the exact same experience but with zombie actors yeah yeah that'd be cool it, it looks really cool well I got some thunder dumps for you all right, dump me. So I rented a couple movies. Rented Spring Breakers. Uh huh. That was the movie. It was um. It it was getting uh some attention because there's four chicks in bikinis. They go mm-hmm. on. They they rob a bank or whatever to go to get enough money to go on spring break. And then while they're down there, they start leading a life of crime because James Franco, who has cornrows and a grill, is like, "Yeah, I'll work for me now." <laughs> And so it was like this, people were like, woo, you know, two uh, former Disney actresses, Selena Gomez, Vanessa Hudgens, are playing against their type and stuff. Ooh. And so, like, a lot of, uh, it did well at, like, I don't know if it did, if it was Sundance, but one of those uh, competitions. And uh, it was getting good reviews by critics, and it made, like, $5 at the box office. Oh, wow. Well, it didn't get a big release, you know, sure. to, to be fair. It didn't play in 3,000 theaters or anything. But, you know, critics thought it was good. No one actually went and saw it. Well, you know, that, that sums up a lot of movies yeah. nowadays. So it was one of those movies. So I rented it, and uh, uh, I personally did not enjoy it at all. I, did, okay. I didn't make it through the whole movie. Um, really? It was very, like, weird, hazy, kind of like, instead of being, like, a regular movie, there was, like, this, like, dream quality to it, you know? And it was just like, I just like my movies to just, you know, be movies. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this weird trance music over it, and, like, things were happening, kind of. And there was just these four dumb chicks who are just like, oh, okay, we've been saving all our money for spring break all year. Between the four of us, we have $350. <laughs> like, damn, I guess we better go rob someone and pretend, like, just pretend you're in a video game and it's not real. And the what? whole time it was just, like, all these, like, hazy montages instead of, like, actually showing things that were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just, I don't know, I found myself annoyed with them. Um that's that's so funny because like you, the only people who would say like just pretend it's like a video game and it's not real uh, are people who don't play video games. Yeah, and I remember some people were like, "Well, you know what? Uh, I can't. You know, that's desensitized violence. I can't believe they would say that." And it's so, like, but you know, watch the movie. You can't take these people seriously. Four girls who don't like their privileged privileged life in college decide that they want to rob so they can go on spring break and then they wish they could be on spring break forever it's like oh fuck you guys i hate you it, yeah it, it just sounds like it sounds like exactly like what action movies are and that like they don't take themselves too seriously and it's just like whatever you just get these characters and we're gonna roll with it well i think you were supposed to take this seriously though this is supposed to be like oh, really? an artistic kind of movie yeah oh. this this wasn't a comedy 
Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be a comedy like Sugar and Spice. <laughs> you know, the yeah. cheerleaders rob the bank. No, this is you're supposed to take this movie seriously. What? So, uh, in my own opinion, I'm, other people can disagree. It sucked. Um, they didn't make through the whole movie. I got so bored with it. But they mm-hmm. did. I mean, there was, like I said, there was a lot of montages of partying and stuff. And that was the only good thing. Where they had some nice big titty, uh, <laughs> slow <laughs> slow motion big titty party montages down in oh spring break. Goodness. So they're like, drink beer party big titties bouncing in slow motion they cut back out (laughs) party party titties (laughs) but they over relied on these hazy montages to keep advancing stuff and i don't know but i did love the slow motion big titties so that's 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 so funny because like it's like four female leads so do you think like it was mainly for like males this movie or no i think they're probably just for college kids who think they're smart but they're not because they haven't experienced real life so they probably connected with this movie that's what i think it was (laughs) maybe it's high schoolers then because you know the only people who like talk about spring break and going on spring break are people who have never like left their hometown no i mean spring break is fun but uh these guys you know the whole movie is like we wish we could be on spring break forever and i was like no one wishes they could be on spring break forever i'm sorry no they don't you turn into donkeys like in pinocchio (laughs) So, um, anyways, didn't really like that movie, but let's skip the hate. Well, I didn't skip it. I dished there for a couple minutes there, but let's moving on yeah. from the hate. Um, I also rented Jack the Giant Slayer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? It was, like, big budget, but it didn't do well. It made its money back, but that's all. Um, now, I'm a fan of these movies where they take fairy tales and they adapt them. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, there's three that stick out. There was The Brothers Grimm. Right. And that had Heath Ledger and Matt Damon, good actors. And mm-hmm. it was intentionally goofy, but with serious undertones. Right. There were some, like, crazy, brutal moments. Yeah. And it was, like, the per- for me, it was a perfect combination. They were kind of silly. You know, the gingerbread man shows up in it. You know, but at the same time, it was, it was some serious stuff. It was good. Yeah. I, like, I feel but, like that appealed to a lot of people. I mean, there was, there was the part where the gingerbread man, gingerbread man stole the kid's face. Yeah. He, and then towards the, towards the end, like, one of, one of the brothers, like stabbed himself through the heart with his rusty piece of metal so he could serve the evil queen. And you're like, ah! It was cool, but it was, you know, it didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. Then you've got Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Right. Which also didn't take itself too seriously, but it went even more on the hilarious scale with uh, lots of fun, cheesy violence, which I fucking loved. (laughs) Loved that movie. I could watch it over and over and over again. I've already seen it three times. Loved it. Then you've got Jack the Giant Slayer, which also was purposely cheesy, but they had to chop it down to make it more kid-friendly. Okay. It was Jack the Giant Killer, then they changed it to Slayer. Like, that makes a big difference. It does. <laughs> it, it, and, you know, it's like, if you're a parent and you're going to go, like, all right, let's, let's go watch a family-friendly movie, it can't have kill or death in the title. Yeah, So, and you can see some moments where you can tell where they just specifically clip, jump cut, Away from that Aww. gruesome death. <laughs> so Damn. you can see where they trimmed it down. I liked it. I enjoyed this movie. I paid a dollar to rent it. Um, it wasn't as good as Hansel and Gretel and Brothers Grimm, but it was still mm-hmm. uh, kind of a, a fun fairy tale. You know, uh, there are giants do eat people. Okay. They do grab you and they eat you. So there's killing involved in this. Um, but it's definitely the more lighthearted of the three, like, it's definitely more for kids. You know, Hansel and Gretel, Hansel, Hansel and Gretel, like, you got to be fucking kidding me right before they kill a witch, which is awesome, you know. And uh, so this is definitely the most kid-friendly of the one. So I still liked it. 
Um, there's some good actors in it. Uh, Ewan McGregor, who I just, I'm a fan of oh, Ewan yeah. McGregor. He was in it, and he was fun in it. Um, the guy who played Beast in the X-Men First Class, he's Jack in this one. Um, cool. He's okay. But, um, you know, there's some good actors in it. Um, uh, Ian McShane is the king. Um, but, you know, you, you just look at it, and, you know, it's, it's clearly kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, well, it wasn't too bad. Okay. So, uh, you know, I paid a dollar for it, and I liked it. So, All right. And so, I, so it was worth a dollar. Yeah. And I, like I said, I like these. I like when Nurture Tales get reimagined, as long as you're done correctly. I'm still waiting for Red Riding Hood to be correctly adapted. Because I mean, how was, how was the werewolf one? That sucked. That, that's the okay. thing. That was, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. Um, that sucked. Because the wolf talked. In his, talked? In his mind. What? And into her mind. Well, uh, it sucked. It sucked. It was really cool until the wolf talked in his mind to her. That's too bad. And then it was really bad. So, uh, <laughs> like, figure it out. I mean, maybe he could have done, like, some hand gesturing, you know, like some wolf sign language. No, he just needed to be a badass motherfucking wolf. Yeah. But uh, he wasn't. So, and, and that was more like, it was trying to be like a uh, medieval times Twilight. Right. It was all about, like, a horny girl teenager and less about the wolf, really, so... I mean, and that could be cool. Mm, I mean, but it wasn't. Was, but it wasn't Aww. though. <laughs> oh well, it wasn't. So uh, you know, but these other ones are good. So you know, uh, Spring Breakers. You know, someone put a YouTube montage, or I guess not YouTube, but you know, some montage of that big titty slow motion shots. <laughs> Aside from that, yeah. <laughs> so, but I also like Jack the Giant Slayer. So, you know, well, cool. there's no judging my taste. <laughs> Well, all right, so Comic-Con, there's one more day left, and then hopefully, maybe in like a week, we'll start seeing those trailers hitting the internet. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that. Hey, you got anything else? Well, this is our big moment, man. This is our three-year anniversary of the show. That's right, and it's also, like, the planets have aligned, and it's our 150th episode. Yes, we average 50 episodes a year. That's right, and we give them all to you for free. For free, that's right, so... Uh, whether this is the first show you've ever listened to or the 149th, appreciate it, bros. Yeah, thanks, dude. Thanks to everybody for listening, and thanks for all the, the maniacs posting on our, our Facebook wall. You guys are awesome. I feel like we have, like, like a posse on Facebook for, for good or bad yeah. that, always, that always comments, so I always look forward to reading your guys' uh, comments. Yeah, I like it. It's fun, uh, you know, doing these things. It's fun to know that people listen to them and occasionally like them. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I like recording this with you. It's fun talking uh, geek stuff. Oh, thanks, Eric. So, I, I also enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's like family. <laughs> it's right. We are family. Yeah, and it's you know yeah. can't really talk. You know, big titty slow motion shots at work. So it's fun to talk <laughs> to them with you. <laughs> okay. So, All right. So so we 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 have a little something. For the maniacs. Yeah, every fifty episodes we try and do something. So <laughs> no, we did. You know, the fiftieth episode we did a video podcast. Hundredth mm-hmm. episode we specifically wrote a book dedicated to our our shows. Yes. So you know, it's one hundred fifty. We got to do something. So Eric, explain explain the rules. Oh, okay. So um, as I was talking about like a month or two ago, I have actually published a book called The Shark Knights. It is a uh, young adult book about my own team of superheroes, um, and they, there's no origin stories. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> beat a lot of ass. Uh, you know, it doesn't take itself too seriously, and, and uh, you know, 
it's not rated R or anything like that, but uh, it's just kind of like a fun superhero book. So you could go onto Amazon.com and buy yourself a copy on paperback or ebook, or you could listen up because we're going to give away two free copies for you guys uh, enjoying our show over the years. So basically go to our Facebook page, go to Facebook and look for Jumpman Podcast, or go to jumpmanpodcast.com and click on our Facebook link, whatever. And uh, uh, leave a comment, post a comment on what are your five favorite Jumpman Podcast moments. What are your five favorite, not ours, not what we like to talk about the most, but what are your five favorite moments from the show? Whether you've listened to 20 shows or 120, you know, whatever. (laughs) Or or one, or just this one. Or just this one, and you're just getting in, and congratulations. Um, But yeah, so tell us what your five favorite moments are. And they could be like, it could be like something we talk about all the time, like how much we fucking hate Shia LaBeouf. That mm-hmm. could be in there, or it could be like a very specific uh, moment of like from one episode where, like, when I had my story about fence penetration. Right. So, oh, God. Uh, so just give us yeah. your your personal top five uh, moments. Post them on our Facebook page, and then uh, next week, uh, if anyone actually took the time to do this, we'll uh, we'll select two <laughs> we'll select two uh, two people out of that, and I'll uh, mail you a copy of my book. I'll even fucking sign it. I don't know if that, wow. t- if, that t- if that takes away from the worth of the mint condition or if it will slightly <laughs> enhance it, but I'm going to sign it anyways. <laughs> well, I, th- I think if you, if you sign it, Eric, then they'd be more inclined to open the book to, uh, to, to read what you've written. Yes, I'm going to sign a random page, and you must read until you get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, if you, if you, um, if you feel like uh, going on our Facebook page, leave your top five moments of listening to our show and uh after a week i'll we'll select two of those and we'll send you a free copy of my book cool fucking well, a and, and and once again thanks so much everybody for listening thanks for supporting the show i can't believe we've done 150 of these things i know right it's awesome you know it's like when, when we first started out man it was just like me and you on vacation that's right and now we're on we're on so many websites we're taking yeah. over the planet like i said we pretty much keep itunes alive <laughs> I, I remember the show started because I was like, hey, how do you do a podcast? That sounds kind of something I would like to try. And you're like, well, I can show you. I'm like, oh, why don't we just do it? Because we talk on the phone all the time anyways. Yeah, it's true. So it's been... Thank goodness we... I, I just happen to have... We, we both just happen to have the equipment just lying around. That's right. So it's fun. I enjoy it. So And, I, and uh, it's fun being... Uh, kind of nerdy about stuff like as i say this i'm wearing a new cobra t-shirt so you know it's fun uh talking about this kind of shit (laughs) hell yeah all right so thanks everybody and uh we're gonna post as soon as those trailers appear of course we're gonna post them on a facebook page and um feel free to comment whatever you like and i hope you all participate in the contest so you can win those books yes and uh if you really want to win you'll post uh a nude picture of your sister (laughs) if she's hot and over 18 uh <laughs> free copy of the book for that what no what who doesn't want to see uh hot chick pictures <laughs> dude there's there's so much nudity on the internet i'm, I'm just desensitized oh. i'm not <laughs> <laughs> show me boobs all the time all right all right dudes you can, you can check us out weekly we're uh we're at jumpmanpodcast.com we're also on RetroWarriorTV.com and Elder-Geek.com. And we're also, like, illegally reposted on some other sites, too. Just do a Google search. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've seen us on a couple of places where people, like, make it look like they're releasing our show, like we work for them or something. Wow, like, hey, that's cool. Got another episode of Jumpman Podcast for you guys. It's new. 
Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're a content creator. Hey, man, yeah, like I said, fucking put us out there. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and, and maybe one day we'll have a sponsor. Yeah, and maybe. As I put on some speed stick, power deodorant, antiperspirant, keeps me fresh even after I run six miles. I don't know, dude. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be the perspirant to your antiperspirant. I'll show up in a yellow suit and be like, I'm the perspirant. Uh, so yeah, you're, you you guys got 150 episodes so far and counting until the day I sell out. So <laughs> what? And then, and then no more podcasts? No, there will. It'll just be different. Oh, okay, <laughs> they'll like, be like it. Yeah, it's the speed stick cast. I'll have people come in with suits and notepads. Like, okay, we have some notes for you. Okay, our audience is um, telling us that we've got to make these changes. Um, first, lose Chad. <laughs> what? And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! No, I'm just, I'm joking. Our our um our podcast is going to follow the exact storyline of basketball. Mm. And if anyone doesn't know it, go watch it and just pretend that this is our podcast. That's what's going to happen. Wow. Yeah. Except uh, I'll be on the winning team and you'll be on the losers. No, we eventually Sorry, we eventually win. But first we sell out to a corporation, and then we start losing at our own game, and then we eventually come back and win. Word. And there's a couple of hot chicks involved too. That's deep. Yeah. So all right. I'm going to go eat a donut. <laughs> All right. Goodbye and see you next week. All right. Toop. Jumpman engaged. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.